0: We think there's a really big gap between insurance and people who know insurance and people who know tech. And there's not a lot of people right in the middle that can kind of go both ways. But what everyone says is, how do I get this to the consumer? What's my distribution channel?
1: Welcome to the Insurance Innovators Unscripted podcast where we dedicate our discussion to insurance innovation. So with me today, I have Sean Mulhern and Andy Matheson, the co-founders at Glovebox and Insuretech focused on bridging the gap between carriers, agencies and policyholders. Sean and Andy, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you both on today.
0: Hey, well thank you so much for having us. We're uh, we're very excited to be here.
1: Yeah, this is uh this is great to be involved. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I think this is going to be a really good conversation. And, and you know, before we get in and talk about the fun stuff of insurance, you know, uh, you guys are having a beer right now, <laughs> you know. So, so what is it that you're drinking? Um, and uh, I know there's somewhat of a story uh, that that you all are, are are going to tell about that as well. So, so just uh, just let the audience know about what's happening there. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for setting that up. Actually, that's perfect. So uh, I'm actually drinking an Avalanche Amber Ale from Breckenridge Brewery. Um, we've had a ton of happy hours over at Breckenridge Brewery here in Littleton, Colorado, uh, just south of Denver. Um, really cool. Really cool to, to kind of <laughs> say that. Uh, you can another, say it was
0: our office for, yeah, uh, for the first go. year of this idea being hatched. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We've had a lot of discussion. We, uh, we actually saw our app uh, kind of uh, kind of formulate itself right in front of us on uh, a Skype call and
1: with our developer right in front of us at Brecker Brewery. Oh, so it was that, pretty that, cool that's awesome that's awesome so um, so you know I, I, I want to make sure that we set this up right for the folks that are listening to really get a chance to know you your background what you guys are doing um, uh, what you've done before starting glovebox so you know both of you if you don't mind you know just talk to me a little bit about yourself Your backgrounds and just how you got into doing um, what you're doing today, which essentially is co-founding this company.
2: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. So yeah, this is Andy Matheson um, and previously part owner of Colorado Insurance uh, in Denver, uh, one of the largest independent agencies. Uh, We've specialized in personal lines, uh, home and auto insurance, of course, and uh, we do have a commercial department as well. Uh, Just recently stepped away from that role um, to kind of take off with Glovebox. So that was a big deal. Um, And my focus at the agency at the time was primarily marketing Mm -hmm. Um, focused on uh, really lead generation, business development, and at one point in time management as well. So uh, really been in the trenches, seen it all uh, from start to finish, A to Z, if you will, And, uh, you know, throughout that time at the agency, it kind of pushed a modern cutting edge model that allowed the producer to kind of maximize their time and delegate resources. Um, And and really, that was big for us, pushing kind of a modern look and feel for the insurance business. Um, So, you know, with Glovebox, that should be a big uh, hitting point on what we want to accomplish with with this position and what we want to move forward with this role here at Glovebox. So that's that's my background.
0: Yeah, Andy built a, a marketing machine at Colorado Insurance. Uh, myself, I came, uh, came on board uh, with Colorado Insurance about six, seven years ago and uh, was a personalized producer. And just like Andy said, kind of got in the system, uh, got in the trenches, talked to a lot of people, built a nice business, wrote a lot of business, really enjoyed it, uh, saw how antiquated the insurance industry really is. And uh, thank God for the insure tech space right now doing some stuff. Uh, so I did about four, four and a half years on the personal lines team, uh, was one of the top, you know, 1% of the agents in the country, uh, decided I wanted to make a little bit of a transition and jumped over to the commercial side. And we grew that really, really fast, really quick, a uh, lot of fun, totally different industry, which I know your background, Abel, you've got some, some commercial experience and, uh, ended up running our commercial team for a little while. And just like Andy, we've been making a transition into Glovebox because we think we can have a really big impact. Uh, not only for independent agencies like the one we ran, but for the carriers as well. And then, honestly, the most important for the consumers, everyone else that, out there that's got got an insurance policy somewhere.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, when I when I looked at um, what the value proposition of uh, for Glovebox and, and, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, um, I, I sort of uh, aligned that with both of your backgrounds, just given the fact that you all were either partners or working within Colorado Insurance and um, you know, it uh, it really lends itself to trying to support and transform this industry for the needs of the agents as well as policyholders and carriers and so on. You know, so uh, if, if you don't mind, you know, talk to me about Glovebox's value proposition and specifically what you all are doing to help to transform this space. Yeah,
0: great question. Great question. So we really have kind of three different spots. I'll jump in and maybe talk about, uh, one one and a half of them and let andy hit 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 the other ones but primarily it's the customer um as an agent and and being a part of our agency the amount of phone calls we would get as an agency and me personally you know my phone would ring on christmas my birthday at night the weekend and you know sometimes those are important calls but a lot of those calls you know 40 50 maybe even 60 percent of them are hey where's my id card I'm at the DMV and I need my auto ID or, hey, what carrier am I with? Uh, You know, I have my policy with you, Sean, and Colorado Insurance, but who is Safeco? Uh, Or Travelers or Progressive, any one of the carriers that we may have placed the the client with. And then eventually we moved them around uh, because rates maybe shifted and changed and their policies changed. Maybe they moved to a different house. It was a different market. So there was a lot of confusion for the clients. And we thought, gosh, there's got to be an easier way for the client to get their document. Um, so really, that was one of the very initial um, impetus to action for Glovebox to come about. You know, how could we build something where, uh, on the independent side, rather than our clients having to download four, five, six, seven different insurance company apps and have a folder full of them on their phone, well, could we make one app that centralizes it, brings it all into one spot, regardless of the carrier, just so that that speed bump of life that is insurance can be a little bit easier. Uh, so. Through everything we do, the customer is really number one. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it easy for them. But what's exciting about Glovebox and how we work and with our background with agencies is we've got a very, very good understanding of the agency headache uh, along with the carrier headache, which which I'll let Andy talk about the agency side and, and bleed into the carrier side as well.
1: Yeah, you know, so so I want to ask you guys a question about the app, right, because, you know, as as I speak to folks from all across the world, uh, you know, just about what they're doing in the insurance space. Um, from a transformation perspective, you know, I, I also get the opportunity to speak to a lot of carriers and agents and, and so on. Um, and, you know, what I hear often is is one of two things. First and foremost, that um, from, a, from both a, a carrier and an agency perspective with the creation of applications, there's a, a lot of customers and policyholders that um, don't tend to download um, the, the application uh, or when they do, the utilization tends to be pretty low. Um, after the, the the one or two times that, that that it's used, right? That's the first thing. The other thing that I hear a lot of, which is why I think a solution like this is needed, is you know the the fact that um, agents and carriers that have their own portals tend to be frequented um, low uh, from a low perspective in terms of the the utilization and the usage there as well. So so I, I guess I, I want to ask you two the question. Um, you know, what are your thoughts around um uh, you know some of the things anecdotally that that you hear about uh, uh, InsureTech applications um, from just an insurance perspective Um, and then, you know, is this uh, being received very well by the agent carrier in the customer segments?
2: Yeah, so I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, When you're specifically talking about the carrier side, um, you know, you have your portal. The consumer can absolutely plug themselves into the portal, utilize that and do you know, really, what they need to do to accomplish a lot of things, but admittedly, we're finding out, and through a lot of conversations, that about 20% of the consumers are only doing that. When we realize that's kind of an issue, right? That's not enough. We need to in- drastically increase that number. Um, 20% is, especially in a technology world that we live in. Um, ultimately, there's something wrong that we have to figure out. Uh, how can we increase that to 50 plus percent? Um, so. You know, really, that's kind of one of the major needs that Glovebox is gonna be able to solve. It gives another outlet to the consumer to plug themselves into, to access their policies, to plug themselves into the carrier, to get to know the carrier. Um, and really to get to know their agency. So, um, you know, that's one thing is the relationship between agency and carrier is missing. Uh, They don't know who their carrier is for the most part. Uh, They've been switched probably, especially the independent channel uh, from carrier to carrier every few years and they don't realize who they're with. And I'm even at fault. I've been in the insurance industry for seven years um, and I forgot some years who I'm with as a a policyholder. It's definitely happened. So
0: to, to actually to piggyback off what Andy is saying from the agent's side, what's really kind of unique about uh, about that is the carriers do have they've got their own apps a lot of times and, and some of them are better than the others um, but how are they being pushed out? And it kind of goes back to that conversation to the consumer. Who, who is the relationship with? It's it's with Sean Mulhern or John Smith of the John Smith Agency And and while yes, the John Smith Agency could push the the portal of the carrier. Sometimes that doesn't make sense because of the fact that you want them calling you for some servicing requests some, sometimes to make sure that there's some E&O that, that gets checked. If they're just going to the carrier side, that may not get the right uh, advice. Um, the carrier may push them back to the agency anyway. And and if you're in Colorado, Colorado's got uh, very volatile rates in terms of auto and home. They're, they're up, they're down, they're all over the place. So if if the average lifespan of a client with a carrier is let's say at best four years well every four years you're moving those policies around well then the conversation you're you're actually adding work to the agency by saying well now you have to tell them hey we had you with carrier a now you're with carrier b you need to go download their app Um, but i just got used to using carrier a and now i got to learn carrier b and then oh but we moved your auto over to carrier c and so again, it go right back to the, the consumer. You know, are, they're a little bit confused as to where do I go to get my documents, and they may not even know or remember the carrier they're with because again, the relationship is with John and the John Smith agency.
2: So there's a, even kind of a reason for that, and we've said this on a, a couple of different levels. But uh, you know, insurance is admittedly a four letter word, right? We've said that a couple of different times. Like people don't love to deal with their insurance. We want them to improve that kind of that feeling and the, the taste in their mouth about insurance and so that's one of the major reasons for glovebox to just feel better about it, empower them, Give them the ability to go do this on their own easily and have some clarity.
1: Yeah, no, I, I do absolutely agree, you know, especially with the need that you all are, are talking about. And, and especially, you know, I, I, again, as I mentioned, I speak to a lot of agencies. And, and with those agencies, you're absolutely right, with, with carriers that might have their own portal, one of the things that they suffer a little bit from is having to send policyholders to multiple carriers' portals if the agency doesn't have one of their own that aggregates the data and the information so it doesn't make the customer experience as seamless and as smooth as you would hope um, as you know uh, they're looking to access their policy information, auto ID cards, and, and those sorts of things. Right now, with that said, when you all launch your capability for policyholders, um, you, you went with exactly what policyholders are looking for um, a majority of the time. And, and that is the um, auto ID cards and copies of the policy to really understand what it's um, doing and, and, and what type of coverage they have, but also to have the ID cards available for them in the event that they need to use it. Now I know that there are some future enhancements on the horizon around bill pay and so on, bill pay and, and, and so on. So, you know, why don't you all talk to me about what you launched, why you chose to launch it, and then what do you see as that next phase for Glovebox?
0: Yeah, great uh, great question. So really Glovebox this very first version is is really the base version. It, it, it solves the exact problem you brought up. Abel, is people just want the auto ID card. They want the policies right now. Super basic, super easy, and from there we can we can really build and we can build a lot of exciting things off of it uh, that go back to to really again helping our other our other customer, which is going to be agencies and then the carriers. So uh, as far as some of the new features, what we're excited about thinking uh what we can get put into place is the very first one on our horizon is a claim claims concierge. That's another area where I'm sure you hear it can be tedious. It can be a headache and a lot of times getting in a you know an accident's never fun. It's just a lot of times it's more of a headache to deal with with all of the processes and procedures around that. So we want to streamline that make it you know very white glove make it very simple for the consumer and even simple for the agency uh, getting them to the uh, the outlet that they need for auto body, for hail, for roofing, for restoration, make that very easy and make it done right through the app uh, where we can kind of hold their hand a little bit and say, hey, you go focus on life. We'll, we'll handle the claim. We'll keep you updated with what you need uh, and go from there. And so I'll let Andy talk about some of the other features that are coming as well.
2: Well, yeah. And so to piggyback off of that, uh, specifically for the agents and the agency owners, how exciting will it be to Well, first of all, you already refer vendors, right? That's probably something you do all the time, Um, and it's just part of your day. It's part of uh, what you're providing to your clients as a great customer service, Uh, but wouldn't it be nice to have Glovebox support that? Uh, Not only that, but wouldn't it be nice to actually get some additional revenue behind that? Um, So admittedly, our system, when it goes live here, um, what, a month, month and a half, um, we are going to have the ability to team up with agencies and give them some additional revenue based on us getting the vendor connected with the client. And ultimately, once we make revenue, they're going to make revenue and everyone's going to be happy. Uh, The client gets what they need. The agency doesn't have to worry about it. And you know, admittedly, the vendor is going to obviously be taken care of as well. So um, that's kind of a a really big deal on a a threefold level, right? Um, and then really what we're trying to accomplish is getting the carrier to have as much information as possible, as quickly as possible, so that that claim can be seamless, so that it can be um, you know, taken care of with the documentation, the um, implementation of getting that claim process be you know, started, and, and as much as we can kind of alleviate the pain of
0: starting a claim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of, the, some of the other features that are going to be really exciting – as we start to pull them out. Uh, you mentioned bill pay. That, that's definitely one of the, the big priorities for us. Uh, Abel, I'm sure you're familiar with it, but maybe uh, some of the, the, the listeners maybe aren't. Uh, if they're agency owners, they are. Uh, there's a, a very unique and very antiquated process of how policies cancel, uh, at least on personal lines, where let's say the agent inputs the data wrong, you know, the account routing number, or the credit card on file that's on auto Expires and the client doesn't know or doesn't remember to to put that into place. Not all agencies are reaching out to every single client, and certain certain agencies actually have a stance that they won't reach out because of an E and O exposure. If they reach out to one, uh, they've got to reach out to all of them. If they reach out to a couple but not the others, it puts them them at risk. So, and it's you know as much as we do want to help as agencies, sometimes you just you know the people have to pay their bill. And it's not that they don't want to pay their bill. But the way that this happens is the carrier again, going back to the communication from carrier to agency to consumer is the carrier's got to stamp a letter, send it in the mail out to the client. And, you know, I'm sure everyone listening gets gets mail and they get a lot of junk mail like I do. And in that junk mail, you're going to have two, three, four pieces of insurance mail from people trying to get your business. And Again, going back to the who's the relationship with, it's with John Smith and the John Smith Agency. And so you get something in the mail from GEICO, State Farm, USA, Progressive, and Safeco, and you don't remember that Safeco was your carrier? Well, you may just throw that away and not even realize you're driving around without insurance for something you didn't even realize that uh, needed to be paid. So our thought being, if we can get connected with the carriers uh, a little more seamlessly, how much easier is it if we can just put a notification on the phone that says, "Hey, your your bill's passed, due. Did, did you want to pay that?" Uh, there's certainly going to be a lot lar- you know, a portion of uh, of those folks that just weren't going to pay their bill anyway. Let's be honest, but but there's a big portion that just want to pay their bill, and we think we can really help the carriers there. So so bill pay is a really big one. Uh, we've got some exciting ones like Weather Connect uh, that we uh, we really want to push because we think that can just really really. Uh, make the client life easier, especially here in Colorado, Texas, uh, areas that get a lot of hail. Uh, I think it would be nice if my phone said, hey, hail's in your area. You might want to move your car. Uh, Certain things like that that are going to also mitigate the chance that you have to make a claim down the road. Uh, And then also with all of the new and exciting InsureTech products that are coming out, both on the consumer side, as well as kind of the underwriting claim side of things, um, we want to integrate some AI into, into Glovebox. So think about this, Abel, you load your policies in and we do a quick scan. One, we put it into plain English, so that's easier to read for the client. Again, going back to making the, the client's life easier. But what if we can read that and say, hey, your your auto policy was missing towing or, hey, it's it's liability only. Did, were you sure you wanted that? Did you want full coverage? And then be able to push that endorsement or policy update back to the carrier Uh, But that also could save the agency's E&O if that was just something that was overlooked. Uh, Again, helps the client, helps the agency, helps the carrier. Uh, And then along uh, those same lines, there is a lot of very, very cool and very unique uh, companies coming out. Uh, One in particular, Flyreel. We're very close with them out here in Denver. They're a Denver startup. And they have some some very unique software um, that comes in. You, You can really monitor your property portion of your your home policy. You can scan the house. You don't have to have an inspector come out. Uh, we actually just got together with them this week and they, you know, I'm not sure a lot of people would get excited about hot water heaters and AI, but I was I was floored when they told me what they can do. You know, take this for, this is just a great example. You pull in the home policy. It pulls up, hey, you, your personal property on your home policy is set at 220,000. Does that sound accurate to you? Do you want to scan that to make sure? I think a lot of homeowners would say, yeah, let's take a quick scan of the house. Let's take an inventory. Their software is going to be able to say, hey, that fridge looks you know, like a little bit more of an expensive fridge. We may need to adjust that. Or, hey, let's go take a photo of the water heater. Based off their AI and their connections, they're going to be able to review that water heater and go, hey, based off of our research, that model, that serial number, has a 12-year lifespan. Then with that data, we can ping those clients. We can say, hey, your, your water heater is set to uh, kind of come into that window where it could have a, a failure. And from there, it's really – you know, let's give the client the information to make the decision. Maybe they want to maybe they want to get a hot water heater. You know, maybe they don't want to get a hot water heater, but we can recommend or the carrier can recommend a water shutoff valve to at least, you know, limit the chance that there is that water claim coming, which again goes right back to saving everyone time, everyone money, and everyone headaches. So um, we're really excited about those things. So let's
2: talk about this for one quick second. <clears throat> There's a lot of uh, tech products out there that are amazing and they don't exactly know how to plug in to the, the end user. Um, you know, we really look into bridge ourselves to help other tech products bridge into the end consumer. So that's a great example right there. You know, being able to use their AI technology and help the consumer with real life situations and and ensuring that they get the best out of their policies, out of why do they pay for insurance if they're not really gonna ever use it? And that's it's more so that I guess insurance is not, like I said, always looked at in a positive note when we wanna help these people. We wanna make sure they're under um, good guidance and good advice and, and know what they have on their policies and know that we're gonna help them along the way. Things like what Sean just mentioned are gonna be awesome in the future. They're gonna help alleviate a lot of stress, pressure, um, you know, situations that come around the pipe and, and ultimately we're excited about they, those kind of plugins ins
1: through, through Glovebox. So. Yeah, you yeah, know, a- absolutely. You know, as, as I think about those type of plugins, it, just the multitude of things that you can plug into Glovebox, I mean, I, I would look at your capability as one that's there to help mitigate risk across the board, right? So helping the, the, the customer get access to the documents and to the data that they need as a part of their policy. But if there's other capabilities that's gonna help them to mitigate risk, like what you talked about for um, Weather Connect as, as an as an example, you know, if there's hail moving a car or or in the event that a hurricane all already took place, you know, maybe to, to let them know, hey, you know, this is expected to end at a certain time. I, I don't know exactly what it might be, but but that gives you the ability to, to connect with the customer at a level that's been unseen by a lot of the insure techs out there, frankly, and even carriers that are out there today. Now, you know, with that said, um, I could actually see the glove box capability Capability go beyond the PNC space when you think when, when, when you talk life when you talk health when, when you talk other industries So I guess I, I'll ask you guys the question, you know I, I know that your core capability is targeted at PNC right now on the personal side um, Are you all thinking more broadly about where else in insurance this capability can be used?
0: Abel you hit it you hit it right on the head there um, it, When we showed our friends when we had our, uh, our demo version of this out there uh, one of the very first questions we got was, "Can you pull our health insurance cards too?" Uh, so that's certainly on the agenda. Uh, one of the very close ones on the agenda that that we love is is uh, working with the DMV and pulling registrations as well. Let's bring this thing full circle. Uh, everything that's going to be in your glove box, putting it on the uh, in the glove box. Um, so, uh, and then really moving into some of these other spaces, we would love to pull in the life documents. We'd love to pull in health documents. Uh, we would really love to jump into commercial as well, because as you know, there's quite a bit of risk in commercial. There's, there's a lot more, EO exposure for the agency. Uh, there's a lot more going on. There's a, you know, just a lot more moving parts and, and with all the AI coming, uh, and insure coming on either end, yeah, there's absolutely a lot of area where our thought being if, if we can keep the consumer in mind and we can build a bridge with Glovebox between carrier, agency and consumer, you know, we can be pretty agnostic with PNC versus life versus health. If we can connect these things, well, then it solves a lot of problems and, and uh, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but but we have, a you know, as we got this going... You know, we kind of had a saying and we thought was was kind of true. And we've been to a a handful of events. We've been to some some conferences. And and I don't know if you noticed this, Abel. You know, I'd be interested to get your take on it is we think there's a really big gap between insurance, um, people who know insurance and tech and people who know tech. And there's not a lot of people right in the middle that can kind of go both ways, and and what we found at these in insure tech conferences and meetups and groups and talking to people is is exactly what Andy said is, is they've got a great product, you know, you you can't can't knock that, but what everyone says is how do I get this to the consumer? What's my distribution channel? Or if they're on the kind of the other end of the 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 value chain where they're doing claims and trying to help the carrier, same thing. How do I get with the carriers? And and we kind of walked in and go hey, we think we can actually help everyone here. We've built our own APIs. Uh, we've reverse engineered these to, and they're, they're our custom APIs direct to the carrier. So there's a good opportunity we can connect that backend claims and AI to the carrier to ultimately help the carrier again. Uh, and then these unique products that maybe the carriers haven't come out with yet, uh, there's an avenue to be able to put these in front of the consumer who may need them and may just not even know that they're there, you know, if that makes sense
1: yeah no that that makes perfect sense and you know the the way that i put it all the time is that um and and you're right you know when you go to uh, these insure tech conferences there's a lot of organizations that have really good technology right um and the way that i always say this is that uh, those organizations have a technology that's looking for a business model because they don't understand the key capabilities around insurance in order to deploy it to the customers within this segment so um, it, it's great. But um, but I, I actually find that those um, more holistically that are looking to transform and innovate uh, the insurance space um, and those that do it well are those that really understand the customer needs, but have some level of subject matter expertise within that insure tech. Of the insurance industry. Right. So that way, it's not just a technology trying to find a business model, but it's a holistic capability that uh, that the insure techs are using to enable the rest of the industry. Right. And and that's where I see um, Glovebox coming in. Right. Really as a as an enabler to the industry to better serve the needs of customers uh, and uh, just customers across the board uh, within this industry, whether it's a vendor, um, uh, an an agency, a a carrier, or the the actual policy holder and so on.
0: Yeah, like a, a bridge tech, Company,
1: abs, absolutely, absolutely. You know, so, um, so just, just thinking about, um, you know, your launch. So, so I, I know that uh, there were some um, some news articles just a couple of weeks ago. I think in CoverGer and in some other places recently that that talked a little bit about what you all are doing. What's your thoughts around uh, the, the the broader launch of this capability?
2: Yeah, so it's it's really cool that we're working on phase two right now. Our developers are hard at work, and it's funny because we have so much to do. Uh, we just you know, went full-time, uh, all four of us, the founders, and, and our lovely marketing team, which happens to be our wives. Uh, they're doing a great job for us. Um, we're very excited about that, but yeah, our, our developers are hard at work making sure phase two is in the works. Within 30 to 60 days, we're going to have a lot of different things rolling down the pipe that, that, like I said, the, the billing, the claims, concierge, the things that are impactful for agencies, for carriers. Uh, that's what's exciting. That's what gets us energized and, and ready to go for, uh, each and every day. Um, You know, and and ultimately, um, and what we're really excited about, we're calling the agency white label. Um, This is the ability to work alongside the agencies to give them um, to to really to reduce uh, their tier one, what we call tier one customer service tasks. Um, things like, you know, can I, customers calling in, can I have my auto ID card, can I get my policy? Um, who am I with, by the way, I don't know what carrier I'm with. Um, do I have towing, do I have this, that, and the other? Those are simple things that don't make the agencies money. Right, Those are things that the customer should know, but they don't, which is fine, but we're going to help that. And then really increasing retention because now they don't have to deal with those tasks anymore. They get to increase branding. They get to increase the ability to work alongside their high-level clients and, and take care of those high-level phone calls. Um, they get to brand themselves on our app. They get to use the color scheme that they like. They get to communicate through our app with their clients. And those are some things that are very cool that we're going to be working on. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, the ability to uh, add revenue uh, through the claims concierge uh, ability. So these are really big uh, features that are rolling out here soon. And uh, the, the agency white label, uh, you go ahead and look out for that here soon. Yeah, that,
0: that agency white label is a, a major focus uh, for us uh, and along with connecting connecting carriers one and then connecting with carriers uh, in person and by phone for, for meetings and and sharing what we're doing because they're you know they're certainly getting interested a uh, a lot of carriers are now reaching out going hey what what are you guys doing you know you, you did reach out last year but now that the app is out and we're seeing some media on it you know we, we do want to talk um, but really like Andy said primarily our biggest thing is going to be with these agency owners and yeah, yeah. So what, what we're actually doing is, is this white label, not a lot of people know about yet. Um, by all means, we want to get the, the, the word out. Uh, what we're excited about is the, the webpage isn't even up yet. So uh, three weeks from now, it will probably be pretty close. But what we, you know, what we'd like to do for for your listeners, for your agencies that have interest in, in chatting, uh, if, if, the, if the website's not up yet with, with the details and, and the ability to connect, um, we're actually putting together a very, you know, we're trying to make it very exclusive and and just a handful of agencies to beta test this white label. There'll be a lot of perks for 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 that agency. They'll kind of get to uh, really help us develop uh, this this app for what they really need and what they want to do. So if they want to reach out to to Andy, uh, you know, and maybe put the uh, the podcast in the in the subject line. Uh, if that website's not up yet, Andy can can really send kind of a maybe behind the scenes because we know your your listeners are, they're among the more savvy uh, in the insurance space, and so those would definitely be people we'd like to
1: chat with. You know, just uh, just thinking about um, the industry. In general, you know, so, so we talked a little bit about tech. We talked about um, other organizations that are, are in this space that's looking to build a capability or, or, or service the needs of, uh, you know, customers, agents, and so on in this space. Um, is there, you know, outside of what you all are doing with the capability of Glovebox, are there segments of the insurance industry that you see Needs to be better serviced um, that other organizations can jump into and and try to meet the customer needs better in that segment.
2: You know, it's interesting that you say that. So <clears throat> obviously, our background personal lines and a little bit of commercial. Sean, mm-hmm. past year, year and a half. Um, it's interesting because for me, I'm looking at things like you know, mortgage companies, auto dealerships. I know those are industries outside the insurance industry, but they can utilize what we're doing because we're plugged into carriers. And help their own industries. You know, you need deck pages in order to close on a home loan. You need auto ID cards in order to get a, a vehicle off the lot. Um, you know, you name it, there's many industries out there that can utilize the glove box technology. And I realize, you know, it's not necessarily insurance related as far as what they're doing, but they need us in order to help their cause. Uh, so, you know, yeah, the, the, and then you talk about the life and the health and there's many things that the consumer is going to want to involve themselves with in order to, you know, make it easy on them. So it's ease and clarity. It's always going to come back to ease and clarity for the consumer. Um, that's what we're really revolving this system and this development around. Um, and so, you know, you, you can look at this in many different ways, but that's ultimately what it comes down to the hub. Uh, being able to pull that stuff and, and helping ease the process.
0: Yeah, to to, to jump <laughs> off what Andy said, it, at every level, I'm sure you get this, Able, insurance is just, it's very traditional. It's very antiquated. And uh, I, I think that there's huge opportunity on the commercial side. For anyone that's looking to kind of jump in and do something, uh, that's even more antiquated than personal lines. You know, the, there's, there's companies like Broker Buddha, uh, that are out there in Indio that are doing exciting things with just digitizing documents and making the agent and the customer service rep life a lot easier in terms of managing those documents uh, and managing their schedules. Um, so those are two. You know, they're already. You know, it, are things in the works in that space. Um, but anything in commercial, you know, if somebody can go get in some uh, a broker's hip pocket and just see where half their time goes, I think someone's gonna see a big opportunity on how to save somebody 40% of their day back. And and uh, really, you know, it doesn't matter what industry you're talking about, if you can save somebody 30, 40, 50% of their time, uh, it's hard to put a price tag on that.
1: Yeah, no, a- absolutely. Um, and, um, you know, just, just thinking about, um the, the many facets of what's happening in this industry, I believe. So you you mentioned Broca Buddha, you mentioned Indio. Um, I, I absolutely believe that there's so much opportunity to innovate so many different places um, and, and spaces within this industry just because as you start to touch the 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 different facets of what's playing out in this space, you know, as an industry, it's been one that's really been untouched by um elements of innovation, you know, holistically up until recently, which is now what we're starting to see play out. Um, you know, so um I, I love to see companies like yours, like Broka Buddha's, like Indio, you know, all the way through to the Lemonades of the world, you know, really, and slices, really honing in on doing something to to transform this space. Now, you know, with that said, um, as I mentioned, there is a lot of opportunity of innovation. But, uh, you know, this industry, it, it's, it's one that um, I think the number is over the next two or so years, we're going to see roughly about 400,000 retirees. Um, leave this industry and then open it up to uh, I guess some you know newcomers college graduates, others that are coming in from from other segments so um, that's going to leave a need to really understand the customer of today based on what these new folks are bringing into the space so so if, if you don't mind you know um, uh, talk to me a little a little bit about how you all could uh, would recommend or if you have a recommendation for these folks to really keep that spirit of innovation within their organizations gotcha yeah
0: I mean that's uh, sometimes that's half the battle I, I've been at our own agency I, I would say I was probably the most tech forward of us all and and uh, you know, adopting new technology. And I would say don't be afraid to jump to new technology uh, or at least look at it and and see what's out there. Constantly be following um, the people in the industry that are talking about the industry because like you said, Abel, there's a lot of people, um, I'll say it a different way, you know, there's a lot of people retiring. There's a lot of people on the golf course right now. And, and those aren't necessarily bad people to talk to. They know about insurance, but they're not necessarily going to be looking for the new cutting edge way to streamline your process and streamline your business. And so if they can follow podcasts like yours, uh, and just be, you know, really involved in that insure tech hashtag, uh, and see what's coming out and then click on those links and see what's going on. Uh, you'd be surprised just, just by looking and being open to a new software a new idea, uh, and a new way of doing things just to get you out of your own, uh, hey, I think I know everything because we all, nobody knows everything. There's always somebody doing it a little bit better. Uh, and then give it a shot. You know, g- give a new CRM a shot because it may be t- tailored to insurance. Uh, whereas most are just kind of, you know, general and you, you tailor them to your business. You know, things like Indio, Broker Buddha, uh, those things can revolutionize your business. And um, as long as I think people are aware of what's coming out and not afraid to at least take the step of trying it out. There's no application, there's no software, uh, there's nothing that anyone ever reads and tries, uh, marketing, sales, service related, that they don't trip up and fall in the first week or two because it's a new system. Um, But give it a shot, give it two weeks and really see what's gonna be coming out there. And as simple as that sounds, just looking for new technology, in my opinion, you're ahead of 95, 98% of everyone else in the industry because you get a lot of the well. This is how we've always done it, and you know, unfortunately, how
1: we've always done it is not cutting it anymore. Yeah, no, exactly. How we always done it, to your point, is not cutting it anymore, and we really have to think about how do we go forward and and do it in a way that is going to align with what we're seeing, customer expectations, transformations that that's playing out. You know, I I find that when people come into The work that they're doing and saying, well, hey, I don't want to do it any different because this is how it's always been done. Um, It's really unfortunate because I I think those um, that that mindset is one that could potentially hold a company in an organization back. Right. So I I love the, uh, the advice that you gave on, you know, just thinking differently around that, not thinking status quo. Uh, because I think that will then wind up driving um, uh, better outcomes for, for all parties involved. So, hey, you know, Sean and, um, and Andy, I, I, I do want to say thank you. You know, this was really a, a great discussion and, you know, really to, to help the listeners learn more about Glovebox. I, I think what you all are doing really has some great merit for this industry. And I'm looking forward to continuing to follow um, what you all are doing. Um, if uh, the listeners wanted to get in contact with you and just learn more, or about your capability that you guys are launching you know um, what's the best way for them to engage you both yeah, you know, I'll take the
2: reins on that. Andy at gloveboxapp.com is a great email to reach us at. Uh, we're in the process of making sure that we get direct communication with everybody who's interested. We're having a lot of conversations right now, uh, a lot of agencies, some carriers, definitely a lot of consumers. And things are going well, so Andy at gloveboxapp.com is a great place to start.
0: Yeah, and all, and all of our co-founders are pretty active on LinkedIn. So anyone in the insurance space, I would say, you know, connect on LinkedIn. We, we try to post a lot of content. Uh, we have a lot more coming out. We've got some, some some things we're holding pretty close to the vest that are going to be coming out for, for uh, carriers, agencies, and insure tech. Uh, so I'd say find us all on on LinkedIn. We've got, you know, Andy Matheson. Uh, we've got uh, Ryan Matheson, uh, Drew Llewellyn, and we can get you the name spellings for, for the show notes. And then myself, Sean Mulhern, and and if anyone wants to reach out to, to me direct, uh, it's just Sean, S-E-A-N, at gloveboxapp.com. And, you know, we are always, always open to a conversation with anyone in the insurance space and insurtech space because uh, uh, we love it. You know, it's, it's one of the best kept secrets out there.
2: And we will be in Las Vegas for the uh, insurtech conference here in September. So...
1: Yeah, that that'll be really exciting, uh, and um, hopefully, listeners that are out there uh, will, will reach out to you all and um, and try to get connected at Insure Tech Connect. You might be uh, uh, caught with a lot of meetings, but that's a, a good thing, not a bad thing, I think. Anyway, <laughs> well, hey, Abel, we'll we'll
0: throw this out there. We uh, we are toying with the idea of having our uh, a separate and private party um, just to try to really connect with and meet with the people that we really want to. Uh, that one, have a very big interest in Glovebox and working with us, uh, but also people we really want to meet as well in the insurance space. So we'll we'll get you an invite. And, and uh, uh, you know, some of the, the listeners, if, if they've got interest in attending, um, you know, have them reach out. We'll, we'll certainly chat.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, um, any parting words for the listeners as we um, uh, close out the podcast?
2: Yeah, so what you see today, if you're going to go download Glovebox today, which we highly recommend, we're only on iOS today, uh, but we are going to have Android here very soon. Um, you know, what you see today is super basic, but we are looking to evolve. We are going to evolve. It's super, um, you know, it, we're all in on this, right? So it's something that we're very pumped about. It's enter- We have a lot of energy behind this, so look forward to these next features, carriers, uh, abilities, and it's and, coming.
0: And I, and I think our entire team, specifically our CTO, Drew Llewellyn, would agree with football coming up, that uh, go Broncos, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All
1: right. Hey, you know, I I hope you all um, are enjoying the beer from Breckenridge, uh, from the Breckenridge Brewery, actually, um, as we have this podcast, you know. And uh, no, thanks. You know, I I do absolutely appreciate, um, you know, having the time to talk to you about what you all are doing with Glovebox. And um, I actually look forward to catching up with you all at ITC. Excellent, Abel. Thank you so much again for having us. Thanks so much, Abel. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Insurance Innovators Unscripted Podcast. Now, just be prepared for the 100th episode that's going to be coming up in a few weeks. And that will be a live episode recorded with Accord at the Accord Connect Conference. Um, I'll be hosting a discussion with a lot of the innovators that are out there. And I'm looking forward to being able to share that with all of you in listener land. So thanks once again, and I'll see you next week.